This is a Radio 1 91FM podcast. You want to get the most out of your time at University of Otago. You want to try something new. You want to try something different. You'll find it in the club. Or maybe a society. Oh, maybe society. That's right. It is time for Inter Club here on the One Radio One Ninety One FM. And this morning we're talking to the Otago University Rugby Football Club. I'm joined by uh, Terry Kerr, the University Women's Manager, uh, Grace from the Women's Team, and we've got Jermaine from the Prems. Morena to you all. Yeah. Morena. Thanks for having us. Uh, you're more than welcome. Thank you so much for coming in. Um, first off, um, the most successful club. In Aotearoa, is it still, or the, have, the, have the rich kids in Ponce been taken over yet? Because I know there was that controversy back in the early teens uh, when I think it was Seven Sharp or something announced that Ponsonby had the most All Blacks. Yeah, that's correct, and that, that got uh, generated a bit of ire from someone like John Burke, the, the late great, um, no longer with John Burke, and. Um, yeah, Ponsonby were counting anybody who actually played for them, oh, and yeah. at that point we were only counting people who had um, were playing for us and got a black jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were behind their total on that sense, and when we counted the same way they were, no, we still exceeded their total. Yeah, yeah there we go. Here we go. Uh, but it isn't like it used to be, I guess, um, now with rugby being a professional sport. I mean, back in the day we got a lot of people coming down because they came here to play university, and you'd end up playing for Otago. Um, and and they're, and they're making the All Blacks team, but now a lot of people um, bypass the university route, don't they? Yeah, that's correct. They're, I mean, the sort of pathway out of some of the, the stronger first fifteens is now into academies. Yeah. Um, so a lot of guys are doing that. Um, yeah, back in in the nineties when we sort of ran three women's teams, the A's and B's were both in prems. You could have two hundred guys and pretty good guys turning up mm-hmm. for Colts trials. So yeah, the the, the environment's changed considerably with with the advent of pro rugby. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that long ago the B's were still in prems, though, right? I can't remember what year it was. Um, yeah, and they were actually kind of everybody's second side because a bunch of 19-year-olds going up, going in prems, and <laughs> everybody in town almost sort of, are oh, they my second guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, of course, um, I mean, that's just all blacks, but, of course, uh, rich history in producing and some fabulous uh, black ferns as well, with the latest being Amy Duplessis. Yep, that's correct. Um, she played for us last year, so she's a, she's out of Southland Girls. Um, we've got a little sort of train of great players that have come out of there over the last few years, uh, starting with Georgia Mason and then a lot of girls mm-hmm. sort of the pathway. Um, so Amy made made the Black Friends last year. Um, she's actually in Christchurch this year, uh, so unfortunately we don't have her services, and she had a, a stellar season last year, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, you must have to make that team, and a couple made the Barbarians too, I believe, because there were three players in the probable possibles for the Black Ferns. Um, we had Rosie Kelly up there as well. Um, Tina Moatani from Pirates actually was in, in that Barbarian side also. Nice. Um, so they're, they're the girls that were up there. So strong uh, women's rugby scene in Otipoti at the moment. Um, so I guess Grace, you being in that side, you'll be the next Black Fern. Uh, hey, that's the that's the goal at the end of the day. Eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no promises there, but yeah. can only work for that. Yeah, but you, I mean, I, I, I guess um, being the winning prem team gives you a lot of scope, right? I mean, do you, in terms of coming out of a successful club, does it help you in terms of getting more people's eyes watching you and and seeing you play? Um, I suppose so. I guess. For me, the biggest thing is I get to play alongside some amazing talent yeah. and learn from that. Um, and, yeah, getting that recognition in the club is amazing, not just for myself but for the other girls mm-hmm. that also want to see where they can go with rugby. Yeah. Is it a real tight bond? You guys have yeah, you hang out yeah. a lot socially as well? Yeah. We have an awesome team culture. 
um, it's probably one of the best things of the club and you can't beat it. The girls are super tight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Jermaine, you're in, in the Prems then. Is this, were you in the Prems last year too? Uh, yes, I was in the Prems team last year. Disappointing loss to Tairi in the final? Uh, it's definitely not the way we want it to go. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but we'll take on a tandem we'll use it for this year. Yeah, were you in the team the year before that? Was uh, no, I'm in no, the second cause, year. Yeah, because we won the, the year before that. Yeah, the that. boys uh, took it out the yeah. year before I came. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess that's the thing. I mean, it's quite a transient team compared to the other clubs, isn't it? Um, Terry? Yeah, it, it is. Um, that's a challenge, but it's also kind of exciting because you're not quite sure how, who's going to rock up. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, over the years, the A's of Winston's have won 54 banners, which is far in ex- I mean, yes. I think the next club's 24th, Southern, you know, the great rival. Yeah. So that far exceeds any other metropolitan club. Um, but it, but it, we've got a massive turnover, so we've probably had more players, both through the men's and women's, yeah. than any club in the country as well. Yeah. So the alumni base is truly massive. But it makes it exciting because you're just not quite sure what you're going to be. So we're on the bit of the rebuild, and probably, like, Jermaine, I guess you guys are as well. Yeah, yeah. we've lost a lot of talent um, over the past year. Um, but I know we've got a few boys coming up, and a few boys that are willing to make that step from Colts to Prem. So yeah, should have a good lineup. But you must, I mean, that must be the case every year is almost a rebuild year, right? Yeah, um, I remember coming out to the club last year, we got told that uh, it was going to be a rebuilding year, and yeah. then we ended up making the final. So. Well, the, yeah, you just never know. You yeah, never, know. never know. And what, how's the culture in the Prems and the Colts and, and, and the like? Uh, the culture is, like, you can't really describe what it's like. The guy came from a Fresh 15 program, yeah. and the culture there I thought was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then you come into the culture now where, um, like, from our exec to the club captain to um, the coach boy, like, we're all super tight. Um, and I believe that that culture has created, like, the success that we've had. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and the boys in the Prem squad like would do anything for each other and I think that's what got us over the line in the semi-finals and quarter-finals and stuff like that nice nice I like that um, so how's it shaping up pre-season this year Terry um, how the um, you, it's it's just beginning I guess and you would have had some training this week but we're in level 2 so are you training in level 2 yeah we're training level 2 got to, got to abide by a few protocols yeah um, so we've got a half half our size looking completely new. We've lost um, probably taking even a, almost a bigger hit than probably the A's in terms of turnover. Yeah. Um, but we seen the girls, some of the new girls coming in. There's a bit of talent there, no doubt. Yeah. Um, so we just and we've got a new coach on board, Christian Grayling, who's come in. He's been with the Seafarers Sevens, which is the Sevens component for our club, mm-hmm. um, and he brings massive energy. He's a great bloke. Um, and we've got Jamie Angus has done five years and four banners, um, three peak girls are three peated. So Jamie's moved wow. on to get a bit of exposure in um, in, in prems with his old club of Harbour. Um, but he's he's going to sort of float around if we get caught short. So yeah. Um, but, but Chris is bringing in some real energy and it's new voice for the existing players. So it's actually looking looking great. Off to the Seahawks, eh? Um, how and, and what about the strength of club rugby in Otipote? How's, how's it looking? Is it a strong competition? Well, I mean, this challenge rugby's facing a lot of challenges. Yeah, clearly, um, if anyone read the even the thing in the ODT the other day from Will Curtin when you're talking about the fall off through the age groups through to leaving schools, there's some massive yeah. issues there. Um, and the first within competition is obviously dominated by the, the big school up the hill, although it's not the biggest school. Um, there's issues we're really reliant all the clubs are reliant on the students coming in mm-hmm. without the students it'd be pretty grim yeah. um, there's a massive disparity probably in quality across our comp more than say somewhere like Christchurch maybe the women's comp faces the same issues um, the strong strong and, the, and there's a large gap uh, how to close those gaps and have more in the women's competition um, a closer closer more competitive you know, league is a pretty tough one we probably struggle for numbers overall um yeah, the, the surge of women's rugby kind of hasn't quite really hit the south in a way. Yeah, because it is massive up north, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, it's gotten huge. Um, and I guess um, that that's a challenge that you have to face. But it's a challenge you're willing to take on, though, Grace, right? You're getting more uh, people involved with it down here. Because, I mean, student-wise, I mean, we get a lot of... How many North Islanders do we get every year from uh, into university? Must be a good half the students, right? Not massive, yeah. Big residential component to target more than anybody else. So, yeah, they're, they're from all over the place. Yeah, yeah. So, um have you, do you play much up north? Do you, because it's not, is it intercollegiate for, for women's? Um, as in university? Yeah. Um, there's a little bit, like we're, on, on the 20th of March, um, uh, Otago is playing Lincoln, mm. but um, we haven't really done any games against the North Island universities. Yeah, yeah. Um, as of yet. But it's a challenge you'd like to take on. That would be awesome. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't think of anything better. We, we do go to um, there's tertiary sevens. We send a team yes. to when the university is affiliated, um, and so that's actually been scheduled again. And at the moment involves only women, and it's gone for a few years. And there's looking to put a team together to go to to, to the student games, world student games. You know, subject to what's going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah and they're looking to try to have. Po- I've heard some sevens at the university tertiary sport as well. So, but that's in the pipeline. But yeah. In terms of women for NZU, there's developments for NZU women as well putting aside together. So again, um, if you're a student and you want to play at first class level for NZU, we're the affiliated club in the city. So there's a movement there driven by our, our chairman quite hard, actually, to get the woman's side of NZU up and going. Yeah. Do you have to be a student to be in the club? No. Open club. Yeah, open club. So anyone can play for the team? Well, we've got we've got somebody working at the post office. We've got a Sparky. We've yeah. had, uh, over the last couple of years, we've had a few schoolgirls who have come along and played, and a couple of them have been re- great, made the spirit and things like that. Um, so now we're an open club. Um, Dale Jardine, who's the coach of the Bees, has played like a million games for the A's, and he hasn't been a student for years. Yeah. <laughs> um, the old, the old Warhorse keep rocking out, and now he's actually yeah. in the coaching, coaching ranks. Um, so no, no, you don't have to be a student. Awesome, that's great. Um, but you know, if people, you know, if preseason starting now, so people might be thinking, well, you know, is it too late for me to join? It's not. No, definitely not. No, definitely not. Yeah. So you head along. If people want to get involved, how how do they get involved? Um, a simple search on our Facebook would find both the women's and the men's. Um, you can go to. Clubs and socks will have information. Yeah. Um, we are the, the the lads are training Tuesdays and Thursdays, six PM down on the university fields. We're Monday and Wednesdays with the woman, but we'll be moving to Tuesdays and Thursdays in about a week. Yeah. Um, you can always contact me, uh, Terry Kerr, through the economics department. Yeah. Um, right. I'll put you in touch with the 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 lad side or the girl side of the club. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's lots of scope to still join. Yeah, and how do you get involved if you're not necessarily wanting to play? Is there things you can do to help out, help out, or run sausage sizzles and that kind of thing? Oh yeah, we, I mean we got we got guys who don't have a direct affiliation with the university. Um, club captain, for instance, Andy Ellis. Um, uh, old Dodders. Yeah, Dodders goes well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So no, there's there's guys like that that are actually volunteers and. I guess they get a kick out of being with you know the the younger people that our club really kind of mainly is. Yeah. Um, and you need some of those those guys because we are transient. They tend to they're local. They hang around. So no, we're always keen for volunteers, coaches, managers. Hey. Yeah. And keen for crowd to get along and watch the games too. Hey. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. 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 That'd be good. So down down at the um, near the University Ovals, where you play your sport. Yeah, we'll um, be on University Oval One. Um, both the the prems, men and women, will get on there at some point. Yeah. Um, we we work in with cricket in terms of ground about well the grounds and ground availability. So we t- traditionally often have played when we're hosting say AU, the HLP Cup, which is played between us and AU. So, uh, that's the first women's trophy established, I believe, in the south. Um, so that commemorates Helen Littleworth, who's actually still our physio, a former Blackfin captain, and Hella and Farah Palmer, who first played for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's often on University Oval One. Yeah, yeah. 
Farrah Palmer, uh, of course, the women's competition with the spirit play against for the cup is named after her. Um, amazing. Well, um, thank you all for coming in. An absolute pleasure. Like we said before, if you want to get involved, get in touch, uh, check out the Facebook page, go to OUSA Clubs and Societies and ask them about it as well, or just find Terry Kerr, uh, or Terence Kerr, as he's known online. Um, you can find him in the economics department. Uh, or just go to the phone book on the, um, on the university website to find him. All your details are there. Yeah, hey, thank you for all coming in this morning. Uh, good luck with the 2021 season. Um, hopefully COVID doesn't hit us any worse and we'll be right and we'll get a nice full season this year um, once again thank you so much and um, cheers thank you cool, alright that was the University Rugby Football Club um, get involved if you can get amongst here's VK with Angry thanks for listening to Radio 1 91 FM podcast all of our content lives online at r1.co.nz